so this is the official start yeah. of the Northwest Arkansas Investors crew. We have myself, Zach Stanley, Brandon Still, Isaac Johnson, and Josh Williams. Uh, we are, I guess, just my my initial uh, thought for this when I first created the idea was I was in bed and I figured there has got to be like, I'm a big, bigger pockets guy. So, um, North, I was thinking, can I create something like on a local level, something like that? I don't think there's anything necessarily out there right now, uh, locally that's like that. And I think that'd provide a lot of value for the community. Um, this is to share our knowledge, bring guests on, and then eventually I'd like to create like an environment of, um, investors locally where we can come share deals, uh, you know, be able to underwrite deals together and share knowledge and hopefully uh, make a little investing community out of this. So, um, that's kind of the initial start. I I don't, thanks to these guys, I don't necessarily know how to do a podcast, but we figured it out. (laughs) Um, I will pass it to, let's just go around and go to Brandon first and kind of who you are. You don't have to say who you're married to, but <laughs> uh, just a little bit about you. I yeah. 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 So Brandon's still um, currently working at, at full time at uh, Walmart uh, up at the corporate office in Bentonville. So um, been doing that for about two and a half years. Um, had my real estate license and been around real estate for, for a while. I had my, I had my license since 2016, which was senior year of high school. Um, so kind of been doing that via family business for, for a little while and, and kind of doing deals on the side. And so just always had a passion um, for deals and, and kind of grew up that, with that with my dad. And so um, anyway, yeah, that's, that's kind of uh, a little bit where I'm at. Yeah. Um, Harbor High School alum. Harbor High School alum. Go Wildcats. <laughs> Tag on it. Uh, my name is Isaac Johnson. I'm also married, um, just like everybody at this table. Mm-hmm. Um, I went to the University of Tulsa to play football. Um, and when I got out, I became a financial advisor. And after nine months, realized that I hated it. Um, I think it's a great career for a lot of reasons. Just the situation wasn't great. And so I got out of that and uh, kind of did my own thing. And then COVID hit. And uh, if I didn't have, if I didn't own my home and have roommates helping me pay the mortgage, like I don't think I would have survived genuinely. Like, so in that case, like real estate investing really, really helped me because I had roommates and uh, and luckily they were college students and were able to help me keep the keep the mortgage paid mm-hmm. and. And so that kind of tipped my interest a little bit. And then I actually ran into Brandon at a Torchy's Tacos uh, mm-hmm. before I'd even moved back. And he was like, well, if you ever like looking to buy a house in the area, let me know. Mm-hmm. And uh, whenever I moved back, I there's an old guy who was loading a, a U-Haul next door to the house I was renting when I moved back to Arkansas. And I told him, I said, hey, I'll help you load your U-Haul if you let me look at your house before anybody else. And he goes, okay. And so I went in there, and we put, like, a couch and a mattress in this U-Haul, and the place was gross. Um, <laughs> he let his dog – it was three-bedroom. One of the bedrooms, carpet, he let his dog use it as a bathroom. Wow. Like, dude, I'm talking, like, poop, 
pee on the floor, oh and he would just like shut the door. Dude, it was it was gross. Mm-hmm. And uh, so you said I want to buy that. I, 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 I bought it. Yeah. <laughs> I, you know, something deep inside of me wanted a project. And uh, yeah, so I was like, "Well, what do you want for it?" He said one sixty five, and uh, I was like, "Yeah, absolutely, like no brainer." In hindsight, I, I'd have bought it five times over. Um, but I called Brandon. I said, "Hey, will you offer on this house for me?" And uh, we got it, and then I haven't really looked back. So got a couple more from there. Ended up getting my real estate license um, myself, and uh, said, "Screw, screw Brandon." And, yeah, so Brandon <laughs> just pissed me off once. And I was like, you know what? I'm gonna kick him. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so that's kind of the the kickstart for me for sure. At Torchy's Tacos with Brandon still. Sweet, sweet. Josh Williams. My name's Josh Williams. I'm also married. I don't know why we're giving Congrats, that information. But, uh, <laughs> it's that part of the... Yeah. yeah. Uh, so in high school, I, I interned for a uh, financial firm. Thought that's what I wanted to do, be a stockbroker, financial advisor, kind of like Isaac. And uh, worked there for two years and uh, realized that that was not what I wanted to do. I didn't know what I wanted to do, but I knew it wasn't that. So stopped doing that senior year of high school and then... Uh, Freshman year of college, I'm just trying to figure out what am I, you know, what do I need to major in? What do I want to do? It's like, and then I realized, wait a second, I've always looked at real estate since I was like third grade, pulling up Zillow, looking at houses, trying to see what stuff was worth. So I just figured, hey, that that's always been interesting to me. Maybe I could work in real estate. Uh, so I started kind of calling around, it's like, can I work for a real estate agent for free and like be their assistant and learn that way, like work for one of the top agents and figure that out. Or could I work for somebody local and just kind of learn underneath them, work for free, just hustle. And um, so I started calling around, put my name in a bunch of top agents hats of like, hey, this is what I want to do. Like, let me know if you need anybody. I'll go get coffee, I'll do whatever you need me to do. Nobody, just no. crickets. <laughs> like, what? You don't want a free employee? Like, what? Like, and so, uh, so then went to a local developer, and uh, he at the time didn't didn't need anybody, and so then ended up running into my now boss uh, at the farmer's market, which I had grown up with his son, uh, so we already knew each other, so it was easy. He was looking for somebody. I was looking for, for work, obviously, and so uh, started working for him sophomore year of college, uh, so I managed all his residential and commercial real estate in, in downtown Fayetteville. Uh, and developments and so kind of learned the the ropes through through that and still do that today and then uh own a little bit of real estate too so yeah once i figured out real estate i never looked back so yeah sweet well i am married as well um i play i saw i went to harbor high school here locally um played high school baseball there before that I played even high school baseball at Shiloh Christian University then I transferred over to uh, Harbor High School went and played four years of college baseball of four different schools across the country in Louisiana Kansas Oklahoma and Arkansas so I traveled around went wherever I could get my school paid for and play a little ball and then my first job back out of college was in mold remediation so i was crawling under homes and in big jumpsuits and spraying uh, chemicals i've never seen like there are radioactive crickets under houses i like these things are the size of like 
dinner plates. They're huge. I've, I ran into a bed of copperheads one time. And I think at about that point I was, I was crawling under the house. Like I'm, I'm like, we're all pretty big. Like I'm six, three ish two forty now. Um, but like, I'm not the, I'm not the, the, uh, smallest person ever to be crawling under houses. And I ran into that bed of copperheads and made me re- start rethinking my life. <clears throat> so shortly after that, I was out of the mold remediation business. Um, I started working for my dad. He owns a company here. Uh, I guess first sponsor plug, TDS Xerox. <laughs> Not TDS Xerox anymore, TDS IT um, in Lowell, 203 South Bloomington Street. <laughs> and I ran, my dad said, why don't you come work for me in printer sales? And I was like, oh, I'm going to be terrible in sales. I ended up being really good, um, one of his best salesmen ever. Um, blue quote out of the water. I just... It, it was strictly copiers to me was a number game. I was selling printers. So I'm like just a step above like car sales. It, like people don't trust me. You come in, I'm cold calling people. It was terrible. Um, but I, it was, I was 22 ish and you know, I was like, shoot, I'm making 40 K a year. This is amazing. Like that's what, that was my thought. I was like, I'm living at my parents' house in my basement, saving every penny I had. Um, started making 50 K the year after I was like, man, I am really balling. Like just walking around everywhere, everywhere going, there ain't no one making any more money than me. <laughs> <laughs> that was, that was my thought. Like I was like, ain't no other 22 year olds making 50 K a year. So <laughs> shortly after that, I started expanding my horizons. I started listening to, um, I don't know what got me into listening to like financial podcasts and bigger pockets things, but I knew that there's, uh, there's more for me to learn than just selling copiers, which selling copiers is great. Tim Stanley's done great at it for a long time. Um, but I, uh, my mom got into real estate and she was in it. And I was like, I'll just get my license. I, it was not something I thought I'd be successful at at all. Um, and I ended up getting into it, working that part-time along with TDS. Um, and uh, ended up being pretty good at it. Um, so I've been doing real estate for three years now, selling real estate as a realtor for three years. And now I am investing. I have two investment homes, just moved out of my second, and then... Uh, my wife and I are looking for multifamily this year, so I'm also building a home in Bella Vista that I'm going to sell. So that's a little background of me. Yeah, building building a home in Bella Vista. When did you start that? About uh, three three months ago. Okay. Yeah, we're about three we're about three months out. Are you like try, are you the plans to sell it, or are you going to Airbnb it for those bike trails? Uh. Airbnb has severely underperformed in Bella Vista. Really? Um, I don't know. I don't yeah. want to say if severe. I believe it. Yeah. I want to say severely, but it just got saturated. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'll tell all my investor clients and anybody this is that they'll be like, I want to Airbnb in Bella Vista. I'm like, well, it better be dang good or an experience or mm-hmm. um, just a really unique stay because anything besides that, it's underperforming. If, if we need a Airbnb villain on this podcast, it will be me. <laughs> I don't. I don't like it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, especially after talking to you, because you yeah. run a couple now. Yeah, dude, it just doesn't make sense to me. When Isaac says you, he's talking to Josh Williams. Sorry, Josh. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, I'm pointing at Josh. Yes. Just, just in, just in case, like, the, just in case yeah. the vi- the video can't pick up. I mean, somebody whisper closed captions like Isaac points at Josh. That is Josh Williams. <laughs> <laughs> but like, really, if you because I had this issue, I rented out 
a house to travel nurses, which is like there's short term as Airbnb and there's long term is just normal leasing tenants. And the medium term is like furnished. It's like Airbnb, but it's three months, three to six months. And it was kind of killer. Like just for example, there's a house that I could rent for 1200 bucks, maybe 13. Um, if I furnish it and pay the utilities, I can put a nurse in it for two grand. And so like that kind of makes sense. You'll spend two or 300 bucks in utilities, buy some furniture. Um, very Airbnb esque. And, uh, rents have gone up so much that now it's like that same house rents for 1800 mm-hmm. and I'm, I'm sticking somebody in it for two grand being like, yeah. man, look at me playing the system. Yeah. And it's like, I'm losing paying four bucks a month, technically. $400 of utility. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, and then, so that's kind of how I look at Airbnb in, unless you have like one of those stays, right? Like if you have an experience, it's super different, but then like it, real estate investing is, it's not passive at all. Like people call it passive income. Mm-hmm. It's not, but it's as close to passive as you can get to as maybe dividends. They're yeah. the most passive thing and, and real estate's right there. But the second you do Airbnb, like it becomes very active. Yeah, it's very it's cool. like scheduling cleaners, scheduling people coming, um, managing the place. Something breaks. It's you. Like, I feel like you're always going to be on the phone. I well, a battle, a battle that I've seen is like, you, you don't have to do that, but you're going to sacrifice at least 25% of your profits if you want to get it managed. And so it's more advantageous most times for you, the owner to manage it yourself, which becomes a full-time job. Yeah. And so I guess that's my point is like, if, if you hire a management company and you have to pay them 20%, it's like, yeah, you're making an extra thousand dollars and then that goes into their pocket. And so you're, you're maybe making an extra 50 bucks than if you just put a long-term tenant in it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 I mean, we just, built um 17 townhomes over here on hill hill avenue in fayetteville and uh, i own three of those and i'm managing three three more so managing six units and four of those six are airbnbs which Mm -hmm. what i manage for a job is not airbnbs it's long-term rentals and so it's easy just get your tenant in there and yeah you know kind of forget about it that's right yeah and uh airbnb is not like that it's like i mean we were well not only finishing building them then you got to furnish four units all at once then get them all set up and when you're managing it yourself it's like okay how do i price all this stuff and it's all new but yeah it's it's a full-time job Absolutely. and it's like starting a business it's like getting repeat customers in there and i mean i mean real estate just long-term rentals is like that too but yeah not as much with airbnb no. there's something to be said about the saturation of the market too right because uh with your midterm rentals when you i remember when you first got on there you talked to the folks and they were like there's only I was, I was ten one of, homes I was in favor. Six homes six. that were running to travel nurses. Yeah, and now it's like astronomical. Yeah, and so think yeah. about that now for Airbnb. Mm-hmm. I mean, the saturation continues. The, the new um, there's some new laws going to effect in Bella Vista, right? Where yeah, Bella Vista. It's it's very baseline, but it's the start that you'll see start. I don't want to say like more liberal cities, but it is more liberal, liberal cities on the coast. They they started with you need a permit. And it's just a snowball effect. We're going to see in this area as population doubles here in the next five to 10 years that uh, just a Zach prediction that we're going to have stricter and stricter laws. It's it. They, they, they get the foot in the door with, you just need a permit and anyone can get it. All you have to do is apply for it. Maybe it's like, 
I don't even know how expensive it is, maybe like 50 bucks. Um, but you get your, you get your permit. Then they're going to be like, then they're going to add another step. Hey, we need to come and look at your home and then give you a permit. And then some people aren't going to pass. And it's, it's just going to get more, um, restricted from there. Airbnb, Airbnb and Bella Vista as a whole, like, I don't think a majority of, um, people who live there have a problem with it. You Bellavis is like one of the safest, nicest places in North and Arkansas or this area of the country. Um, but it is saturated for sure. Yeah. I, uh, it's weird that you make that point because I was probably like eight months ago under contract on a condo in Denver that I was going to Airbnb for you. Yeah. Well, I was going to live, I wanted to live in it half the year and then Airbnb at the other half of the year. I've had those ideas and, before. Oh, it was, I, I, I went for it. Like I yeah. literally, I got on, found a realtor in Denver. I was like, find me something and got one, got under contract, flew out there to go see it. Loved it. Everything's great. Like I was planning the move. I had furniture lined up. I was ready to roll like three days before close. And I was like, man, I just, let me just hire a management company. Like what we we're talking about. It's just gonna be so much easier. And I call them and they, they said, do you have your Airbnb permit? And I was like, oh, no, sorry, I didn't know. I'm not from the area. And they were like, oh, well, you have to be a resident of Denver to own an Airbnb. What? Uh, or maybe just Colorado. And yeah. I was like, oh, re- what? Do you, what? And they are like, yeah. And I was like, is there a workaround? And they are like, pay the fine. <laughs> and uh, so I got, on, I got online and was like, yeah, if you, you have to enter your Colorado driver's license to get the permit. And then if you get caught, it's a fine. And every time you get caught, the fine increases. What a great job by your agent. Yeah. yeah just, oh, he, got, he got a great phone call. <laughs> Exhibit A yeah. of why, why you it's need important. Agent, dude. And like, I called him and he was like, well, I told you that there was some hiccups. Or he, I, he used a word that was like. You're trying to get a check. Old he kind of like winked at me. <laughs> I was like, so is this legal? He was like, yeah. A wink. And I was like, wait, no, this is, this is my life here, man. Like, yeah. <laughs> you can't wink at that. How'd you, how'd you, uh, cause every contract is, uh, contingent upon financing. Is that how you got out? Um, I got out. I really don't. I genuinely just told my agent. Cause like they could, I, I told my agent that I was just like, there's no way. As far as Arkansas laws goes, it sounds suable ish. Yeah. But like as far from the seller, I mean, most of the time the seller's not going to sue you cause it's, it's they just, got to keep my two thousand dollars earnest money. Yeah, like everybody was hurting. It may have been yeah. an inspection <laughs> period too, right? Yeah. I mean, well, the, well, you're three I, days from close. My, I think what I I think it probably was a financing thing because the appraisal was, I came back like way under. Oh, that's like easy yeah. out then. And so yeah. I was having to pay an extra like I was gonna have to pay like an extra twenty grand out of pocket. Like it was yeah. way different. Yeah. So yeah. that saved. That, that's your out. Yep. Yeah. yeah.